Come out tomorrow, bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. I am your host, Matt Vest, and welcome to On the Upbeat. And of course, with me as always is Mr. RJ Phoenix. Hey everybody, my name is RJ Phoenix. I do two things. I talk to people in the ska community and I drink Mountain Dew. Today I drank a major melon today, which means I'm majorly excited to talk to Zach and Steve from the band Chilled Monkey Brains. How are y'all doing today? Excellent. Awesome. Glad to be Thanks here. Thanks for having us. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to have you guys uh, join us on this uh, this episode. Um, it's, it's been a while, and we'll, we'll get into that for the Chilled Monkey Brand story, because uh, I, I was very, very excited to see that you all had a new album coming out. So, uh, But first, how was your weekend, boys? Lovely. Super fun. What did I do? Yeah. Well, Zach, you just had a birthday. I did. Did getting up there? I just turned thirty-six. Sixty-five last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Getting Full up retirement there. age. <laughs> In the ska, at least. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I muted myself. Uh, have yep. you started uh, getting uh, those letters from the AARP? Because I have. <laughs> Actually, you know, I, I started getting... getting them when I was like, yeah, like thirty-six. Same. I was I... like, do I have to look that damn old? <laughs> like, I... I started getting them at nineteen. I'm not even lying. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> that is that is craziness. I do not understand that. It must have like maybe gotten crossed with like your parents' information somehow. I don't know. That's what I assumed because. You know, when my dad hit that age, that's when I started getting it. So I just nah. it was some cross of addresses. I don't know. But uh, Zach and Steve, are you um, much into the holiday spirit? Have you started any sort of festive doings, if that sentence makes sense? I've been drinking the pumpkin spice, baby. Nonstop. <laughs> that's my boy. Is that, now, is that a pumpkin spice beer? Oh, no. This is coffee. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so my, All right. My background keeps kind of like popping into it, but yeah. I'm going to guess my man's on about his eighth cup for the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, that's a good guess. That's awesome. That's awesome. Zach, any holiday doings for you? My wife's been forcing me into lots of the Christmas movies. You know, those always start. <laughs> I make her wait until after Thanksgiving, but even that is, is a chore always. So we've been no. rocking a few of those. Are we talking like holiday holiday movies or like the Hallmark holiday movies? No, I mean the the classics. My okay, favorite good, is good, Muppet good, Christmas Carol. Same. Oh, that's solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully it's not too much of a forcing you into it. Hopefully there's nah, some pleasure. I pretend, but yeah. <laughs> you you pretend <laughs> to be willing. the Grinch, but you you're you have that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I'm there too most of the time. Uh, RJ, how have things been for you? You said it's been a busy week. How are things going? Yeah, it was a busy weekend. Uh, so Friday night, me and my friend Nicole went downtown. Uh, it's a sketchy part of town in Los Angeles to go see Voodoo Glow Skulls and the Slackers. Isn't, uh, just, isn't yeah. every part of Los Angeles sketchy? I mean, you know, it's safe to say that in your ivory tower of Orange County. <laughs> However. <laughs> The rest of the proletariat, no, there's good and bad parts of the city. <laughs> of course. Uh, 
Would you believe that it was the first time I've ever seen Voodoo Glow Skulls live? That oh, is wow. surprising. Wow. That is surprising to me. Um, no, uh, usually a band member or two would get arrested on bills uh, that I would go to see them on previously <laughs> when they'd come to the Midwest. So uh, it just so happened that I had, they had been dropped from several bills. So this was the first time I saw them and uh, did not disappoint. Played a lot more older songs than I uh, anticipated because that's mostly where my, my fandom for them lies. Uh, so I, that was fun. And of course, Slackers pulling out songs from the self-medication era was uh, impressive and fun. Uh, Stars is just such a beautiful song. I know it ain't, it ain't a ska song, but it's great. Yeah. Uh, and then last night, which is why I might sound a little subdued and tired today, which is why I drank a couple different Mountain Dews, actually. Um, I went and saw a, uh, a Twitch stream concert Ooh. because my good friends, the Fantastic Plastics, were playing. They got flown in from uh, the Midwest to go play out here, the first show in California. And uh, they're good friends of mine, and uh, I had to support my buddies. Uh, you know what they say, you know, support the scene you want to see. So that's what I was doing. But yeah, because then, you know, you catch up with your friends after the show. So I was out till like 1230 on a, on a school night. So a little, <laughs> little tired, a little oh. tired. How about you, Matt? I know you went to the, the same Voodoo Glow Skull Slackers tour. What else did you do? And how did you like that show yourself? I did. It was nice in our Orange County Ivory Tower. Um, and uh, the show was clearly better, I'm sure, even though I didn't go to yours. I'm sure it just was better, because Orange County. Uh, no, that was a good show. Uh, it was good, you know, really, honestly, I almost wasn't going to go to that show. Mostly, what? Mostly, now, by the time I decided to buy a ticket, I was I was going to go. But it really what? was like, I don't know, it was, um, it for me, it was just a, a reason to get out of the house. Because... I had seen the Slackers <laughs> yeah. recently, and I've seen Gloodoo, Voodoo Glow Skulls a couple of times. That's why I'm really surprised that you hadn't seen them. I've seen them like twice, and <laughs> um, and uh, so I just wasn't dying to get out. But you know what? I just was feeling, cl- you know, sort of. Uh, I'd been feeling stuck in my house, so I was like, you know what? I'll go out. I'll do this. Uh, it'll be a good time. And yeah, I saw a lot of ska friends. And uh, I was standing next to Karen Roberts uh, from Chase Long Beach when they nice. they when they were playing the song Carrot the the Karen song it's yeah, yeah, the yeah. New album uh, I'm she is supposed to be on our next week's episode I'm sure I'm gonna ask her about it I'm sure she'll give us an earful <laughs> about how this whole like Karen usage of a name for like a a mean person. Or you know, sort of a, a stupid person um, has you know taken a toll on her. So, uh, but you know, it was a good time seeing everyone. Uh, and yeah, like you said, the the slackers are playing a lot of older stuff, and it was a good time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I did I did see, and this is the first time I've <laughs> ever seen at a ska show someone get like ripped off the stage. I'd I'd never I've seen lots of people like fans run on the stage. Most of the time, it's like as long as they jump off within like thirty seconds, which is usually what happens. They just stand on the stage to stage dive. No one bothers them, or maybe if they run around a little and then jump, like no one does anything. But this guy last night, I think, I think it was during Voodoo Glow Skulls, ran up, and it's. Uh, if you've never been to this venue, it's really easy from the side of the stage to get up on the stage. 
and uh, this just ran out, and they like grabbed him and like pushed him back off the stage. They didn't kick him out of the show. show. I saw him later, but I was just so surprised. I'm like, wow, he, he had barely time to like blink before he was grabbed, and I was kind <laughs> of surprised. I'm, I'm not say- yeah, I'm not saying the 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 security did anything wrong. I, I just I was surprising. Uh, yeah. It was like usually that's not sort of the vibe. The guy didn't seem to be doing anything other than dancing. So, but you know, you know, if you want to be on stage, start your own band. Um, <laughs> and then um, let's see, let's see, we got a Christmas tree, so that was good. Uh, so that's up and decorated, and uh, we we watched uh, the animated Grinch, uh, the kids and I. And All right. So yeah, so we're in the Christmas spirit. And we're getting to do stuff. And uh, you know what? Let's get into some ska news. Here we go. Let's. Rude girls and rude boys too. Grab your friends and listen to what we're telling you. I'm sorry, you might have heard, but Kevin, you're about to miss me in ska news. Yes, Ska News, where we tell you about the latest releases, uh, at least uh, all the stuff that we can fit into a short segment. So first up, uh, we have a, uh, a band doing a cover of a classic punk song, uh, the big, st- how do you say it? Big Scandal? 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 <laughs> I say Scandal. Scandal, just because you just want to bypass the possible Ska pun, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's there in spirit. It's but it's there still, in spirit. It's still scandal, right? So yeah. the big scandal. It's they a re- soft pun. Yeah, it's a soft, <laughs> soft pun. <laughs> uh, they released uh, their cover of KKK, Took My Baby Away, originally by the Ramones. And so let's take a second right now and listen to a clip. Here we go. <laughs> song uh is an awesome ska version i'm wondering just by chance do any of you know the story behind the the ramones version like did someone in the ramones have a girlfriend that got involved in the kkk i've never i've always wanted to look it up and i never think of it when you know when i'm i feel like i've heard some story about that before but yeah i'm drawing a blank yeah, so it's, it's such probably a, apocryphal, regardless. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just such an interesting. It's just such like, if it's complete fiction, why? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why that story? Why? Why would you write a song? I mean, maybe it just rhymed and it's like, okay, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it seemed to work out just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a hit song. RJ, what do you got for us? 
Uh, so recently, the UK band the Scott Pones put out a new single. The name of the song is Windrush. It uh, talks a bit about the the Windrush movement in uh, Britain, which, if you didn't know, is when a lot of uh, Jamaicans moved to help with the reconstruction after World War II to the UK, which is what brought uh, the ska sound to the UK, which eventually became two-tone. So it's a little bit of a history lesson in the same vein of songs like uh, uh, Chuck Berry by the Toasters. Uh, I think it's a good song. Uh, I really like it. really like the Scapones. Here it is, Wind Rush. Come to stand with me You bring your sky sky rhythm And a newly formed up beat Well nothing that I've heard before But something I can feel I hear that wonder rhythm With a message that is real And I say Show me what you've seen, the places that you've been Let us all pull together, we are all a team Reggae and the rocksteady, real boy, sell the seas Once again, I was uh, caught getting into the song and letting it go longer than it probably should have. <laughs> but that's a good, uh, that's a good danceable Always song. Always acceptable. Yes, uh, danceable, fun song. Uh, and educational as well. Usually I frown on education in, in songs. Uh, it's kind of like goes with my whole reading is for losers. Matt, uh, Matt, <laughs> we, need to, we need to cut this shtick. We need an educated America. We've seen what has happened without one. Yeah, but okay. So in my brain, I'm. it's like a Stephen... The Colbert Report, right back in you know the early 2000s. Dude, there are still Republicans who don't understand why he went woke to host the Late Show. You can't do that. Hey, it's not my fault. People look stupid. Can't fix stupid. Um, all right. I say let's roll with it. I mean, let's go full idiocracy. Let's see how many times the name Fuddruckers changes. Yeah. Uh, yes. So. Yeah, but that's great. That's great that you're able to put uh, something sort of historically accurate and and meaningful into a song. That's that's great. It really is uh, good when you can do that. Because sometimes, like, you know, the type of words that you'd use or way you would express something in a book wouldn't necessarily be the same way to do it in the song, right? So it's good when you can. It's actually really good when you can do that. And uh, so yeah. All right. Uh, next up, uh, the Find people over at Something to Do. They released a new song called Sweet Caffeinization. No. Uh, caffeine? Sweet Caffeination. Sweet Caffeination. Why am I... Uh, anyway. Sweet Caffeination. Something to Do. Out now. Let's, let's listen to it right now. Here we go. Sweet divination, the gravitation I need, I need. 
that is a fun song. It is. Chris Chris and the boys do it again. Yeah. I know it's probably not uh, acceptable for me to shout out one member, but he's he's been a friend of mine for decades. <laughs> I know he's not the lead singer, but still. I'm gonna it's my show. I'm yeah, gonna support who I want to support the most. Way to leave them hanging. Good job. Like the other band members don't matter. Good job. Uh anyway. <laughs> Let it be known. RJ Phoenix is a jerk. <laughs> well, I mean, if anyone knows you. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got we the rest of the band never gets enough credit anyway. You gotta sometimes you gotta give it to the, yeah. the non lead singer. Give a nod to the lead bassist. Yeah. How many bands have more than one lead bass or more than one bassist go? I can't be surprised. I yeah. Yeah. Final Tap is the only one I know of. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that matters. Yeah, it's true. This is. True. I mean, especially ska bands. Like, is it any ska band that could have two bass players? Usually not at the same time. So, if you've seen Western Standard Time play, they've switched out bass players on songs. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like in the middle of a show. In the middle of a bass <laughs> solo? No, no, no. <laughs> Dur- yes, that- during the show. During the show. Yes. That's funny. That is yeah. hilarious. And, uh, At least the last time I saw them live. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, we play seven strings on occasion, so that's kind of close. <laughs> uh, one last ska news thing before we uh, uh, we chat with um, Chilled Monkey Brains. Did we did we even introduce them properly? Yeah, I, yeah. I you was, were on mute. You missed I, the whole thing. I was so distracted by <laughs> by what was going on in my house that I missed it. But anyway, uh, we, if you didn't know, especially after last week's episode, uh, we have a uh, holiday compilation called "The Rose Such a Clatter: A Ska in Your Stocking," and and uh, it is now out on our Bandcamp. It has uh, seventeen songs, four sketches, and a whole lot of fun. And all the profits go to charity. Uh, they go to um, uh, Toys for Tots. Toys for Tots. And uh, they are an organization that basically gives toys uh, to kids. And here's the thing. It's always, I mean, it's not completely wrong, but people will say they give toys to kids at Christmas. Guess what? They don't just stop. They're not just like December's the only time we're a charity. They give toys to kids throughout the year. So, um but, uh, yes, it's a good time of year to sort of uh, focus on uh, those less fortunate than us. So we do a holiday uh, compilation of ska songs, and uh, we hope you'll check it out. Once again, it is on our Bandcamp page. And, of course, I'll put a link to it in our show notes. All right. Chilled Monkey Brains. Um, yeah, guys. Welcome back. It's been five years. Where the fuck have you been? Well, thank you. Florida. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The abyss the that is Herborg, Florida. I have a qu- my first question is um, how many times has your name been spell- spelled Chilled Monkey Bryans? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I mean, I have definitely like done that multiple times, accidentally writing to publications and stuff. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's worse when it's your own bet. Yep. And it's just a typo. It's just a like, I've been, I'll do it and I get corrected on it a lot. And it's just like, it's just a typo. It's just a brain fart. It's not, I'm not that's, stupid. You mean a Brian fart. A bri- exactly. It's a Brian <laughs> fart. Uh, so, yeah. But so take us all the way back um, to the beginning of Chilled Monkey Brains and uh, let us, how did the band get started? 
Well, you take this one, Steve, since I'm uh... yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Roth and I are the uh, remaining founding members of the band from 2008, where we had our first practice, and it was basically a, a, a couple of bands in Tallahassee were had broken up. Um, I was back in college, like not playing a band for like the longest. I've not played in a band ever for like three months. And uh, yeah, a couple buddies from um, Call for Fire was the uh, one of the, the more prominent ska bands of, of the, the couple of bands that we uh, had going. And uh, like, yeah, we just kind of came together, had a couple practices, wrote out self in the first practice. And we're like, had our first show in February 2009 at this um like kind of local diy venue that was our like shared practice space uh called the shed and uh over the course of a few years leading up to that a lot of cool bands had been like, coming through and it was uh yeah it was a good start for us it just kind of never stopped okay so zach it sounds like you weren't in the beginning of the band when did you join and and how did that come together so i joined in was it 2013 steve does that sound right Maybe late so, 2012 yeah. was the first practice, and the old singer, also an RJ, actually, uh, the original singer and songwriter, he kind of you know moved on to, to start his family, basically. I think that's a fair version of the events, and I was working at a psychology lab in, in college with the other guitarist at the time. Um, who saw me wearing, they didn't do this on purpose, but not this one, but a different propaganda shirt. <laughs> and was like, oh, Propagandy, our old lead singer. That's like his favorite band. And I was like, that's my favorite band. And he was like, well, you should you should come to band practice. Do you play any instruments? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll come check it out. I brought my trombone and uh, came to practice. And I was just like blown away by how good all the guys in the band were. And I played trombone for one practice. Uh, and the next the next time I came to practice, they, they had we had no vocalist at the time. I was like, well, there's a microphone in here and nobody's singing. So... I'm going to sing. And I sang a couple of songs and Steve was like, I believe the quote was nobody else gets a vote. You're the new singer. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can you just like do that all the time? <laughs> no, that was it. That's, that's what he said. Now, Steve, was that, was that because none of you all wanted to be the singer? Like none of you felt comfortable? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like I do a little bit of singing since and I always kind of did backups, but I wasn't really comfortable taking it on full time. I felt like maybe that my guitar playing would suffer you know for what it is <laughs> but you know I, was, I, I guess i was just being lazy really i didn't want to do two things at once but uh <laughs> actually like bringing zach in has helped kind of break me out of that habit if anything because now everything we play is way more difficult than it ever was pre-zach so <laughs> so zach is writing hard songs good job zach <laughs> oh yeah. yeah oh yeah he, like like every moment of it, he's like how can we make this more impossible to play <laughs> And I'll be like, well, I mean, I can do it this easy way. And he's like, nah. No. <laughs> so, and, and and he's certainly right, by the way. I'm not complaining because you know, <laughs> once I, you know, put my big boy pants on and practice it, it's certainly worth it. Awesome. Um, so when you kind of all got to a space where, okay, um, you know, Zach has joined the band. What were those early Zach shows like? Having a new lead singer and, and just those really early days of the band. Well, I mean, we took a, a solid, what would you say? Like maybe six months before we really started playing like a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah for sure. But I mean, they seemed to click pretty quick. 
You know, I don't, I, I don't feel like there was, I mean, how did you feel about it, Zach? Cause I was like, okay, this is working. Yeah. Yeah. I, as the band, I thought and like immediately I felt like we all just clicked together. You have, I, you guys, have both of you guys, do both of you guys play or one of you guys plays neither, in bands? Is that right? Neither one of us. I used oh, okay. to, oh, but okay, okay. it's been years. Yeah. So, I mean, you, so, you know, sometimes you play with people and it's like, uh, this is awkward. We're having to like talk a lot and we're not meshing and sometimes it's just like everybody knows what everybody else is thinking and it, it was like that even from that first practice before i started singing so as far as the music goes i i felt like right from the start we were meshing really well and the the other rj our our rj um had a, a lot of of dear friends and fans of the band so i felt a lot of pressure like oh mm, boy yeah here we go i gotta i'm uh Lead singer number two. What are people going to think? Uh, but I definitely, in general, felt very welcomed by everybody. People were like, well, he's not RJ, but fine. He's doing a good job. Well, we'll take it. <laughs> hey, man, if Sammy Hagar can make it work, so can you. I'm uh, saying. <laughs> and uh, um, so you all, I mean, we're going to jump way ahead. Uh, you all recently released a new album. Uh, called Back to the Mud. What can you tell us about this new album? It's the yeah, best so, thing I've ever done. Yeah, the best, best thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. What makes it the best thing? I mean, it was it was really a... So some of those songs we've been working on for almost a decade. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mean like actively working on it, you know, like but kind of sitting on riffs and like digest it a little bit and come to it and... You know, we had a solid couple of years of just like hitting it hard and then not finishing them, and, and uh, we weren't active for a little while. And then, uh, like, I guess shortly, like at the beginning of the pandemic or shortly before, we decided to have a practice and just kind of, you know, knock the dust off. And it just turned into like this whirlwind of writing where we all kind of really just put in more I, I feel like it just i don't know like we, we were all just really hungry for it and and took risks and uh, really tried to make something that was you know like everything we've wanted to be because we all love a lot of different genres of music and wanted to try different things that maybe aren't necessarily i mean we i don't know if we've ever really been necessarily a, a traditional ska band in a lot of sense you know we like to throw some metal in there and you know, mess around with things, but I think we went a little above and beyond that with this record yeah. in, in that way. So you said yeah. to you, you disbanded for a short time, but then uh, you got back together. Like what was the, the impetus for getting back together after you'd already maybe settled things a bit? This banded might be a bit of a, of a stretch. I mean, we never really stopped being a band as much as like, I moved to North Carolina for a year and we just like, didn't play for a while it's never really like we're not a band you know like we'd we'd talk about it and then i came back to florida and it was like all right we're playing shows again (laughs) you know (laughs) that's our drummer lives in new orleans so that that has always ever since he moved there you know it's been a little bit more of like a takes a little bit more of an effort to to get anything together yeah yeah so i noticed with uh this album uh you all kind of released a a lot of singles before the album drop. Um, and there's always a conversation within music in general of like releasing singles over an album and all that stuff. What was your all thought process in putting out so many singles leading up to the release of the album? 
so the, the I kind of wish I had put more than a week between a lot of them. Mm. Um, but essentially, the idea was, you know, like we're talking about, we hadn't really done it. We released a song in 2018 and had played a couple of shows in between there. And I kind of wanted to give everybody who might be interested a chance to go, oh, look, Chill Monkey Brains is doing something again, instead of just 13 new songs sim- seemingly out of nowhere, right. you know, and having it kind of get get passed up. So that was that was kind of the idea behind that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so we're going to listen to a song of yours, uh, 2,000 Octaves Under the Sea. And uh, what can you tell us about this track? So this is actually a uh, a prequel track to a song on our last album, Apocalypse, that is about, we're all uh, big Magic the Gathering fans. Like, <laughs> a couple of us all the way back to, like, the, the mid-90s, early 90s. Um, so this is a song about sort of like a weird, esoteric pirate character from the early sets um, who hadn't really been talked about at all in, in a long time and not even a particularly powerful card. And so I wrote this song about him at the insistence of our, of our drummer for apocalypse. And then it's, it's funny. I, I actually wrote all the lyrics for this song um, and they were completely different. And I brought them to the studio and I sang them and everybody was like, uh, this, is, this song is kind of about greed and we already have a song about that on the album. So <laughs> you should just rewrite all the lyrics to this song. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, somebody give me an idea then. And it was like, we should do another Ramirez song. And I said, all right, and came back a few weeks later and uh, had had most of, of what this ended up as put together. All right. Yeah, it already kind of had a little bit of that like sea shanty thing like in the works before, I think before the lyrics conversation. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't kind of out of there. I think we was all it was kind of cooking in the back of our heads that maybe mm-hmm. that should be the one. Awesome. All right, let's uh, take a listen to 2000, uh, 20,000 octaves under the sea, and uh, we'll come back and chat some more. Here we go. <laughs>
Yay. Thank you. Thank you. So, Heck I, yeah. listening to that song right now made me want to ask you, uh, you know, I'm sure it's both of you a little bit, but Zach, like, do you do any vocal warm-up? Because that song has some some really uh, nasty notes in it and some screaming in it that uh, I can, you know, I'm sure tears up your voice doing it too much. But uh, do you have any sort of ritual of taking care of your voice? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely always make sure I've got tea and honey in the studio. Um, my dad is a, is a classically trained vocalist, so he's, he's kind of given me, you know, I've got just a few different warm-up exercises, scales and stuff that I do, you know, yeah. worked on over the years that I always kind of pull in. I tend to, uh, I know how to scream with proper technique, but sometimes, at, at least for me, it doesn't, the, the passion doesn't come through as much. Sure. Um, so sometimes I will go a little bit overboard in the studio to just to try to get that take that I feel like has a little bit more, a little bit more guts in it. it live, I tend to stick with the proper technique, mm. uh, you know, especially if it's a run of shows in a row, but, but yeah, in the studio, I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. Yeah. yeah, you definitely gave yourself a couple migraines in the studio from pushing it. I did. Hard. That cannonball's there. I, I basically couldn't sing for the rest of the day after that one. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, you guys got to do something else today. Yeah. <laughs> Singing is over for today. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Uh, that's good. Does your dad listen to your stuff and go, you're going to tear up your voice. You're just going to do it. Like, um, I've been playing in bands for my first ska band. I started in 2004 when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he's kind of always been like, you know, if you do it like this and giving me tips and stuff, but he hears that stuff and he just kind of, you know, basically he's like, I get why you do it in the studio, but t- take it easy when you're on the stage. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta protect that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what is the overall writing process like for the band? I think that, uh, most of the time, I mean, at least from my perspective, just like I'll come up with. I like to come up with like two riffs that work loosely well together before I present it to the band. I don't like writing a whole thing because there's so many of us who have a lot of ideas that I feel like then if the riff is cool enough, you know, if it gets stuck in my head, then I'll share it with them and then they'll all put their two cents on it. Zach, I feel like that's probably somewhat your approach as well. Would you say? Yeah. You know, we, it's different for different songs like uh, Mm -hmm. that song was definitely uh, that I had one riff was just kind of something I had put on my, my voice recorder on my phone one day and we were at rehearsal and I was like, Ooh, let's, let's see if we can do something with this. Uh, yeah. You were playing of, that one obsessively in the Airbnb. I remember when we were in New Orleans, Yeah, you had that little like ukulele bass and we were just playing it. And finally it's yes. like, well, I mean, we need to write this. I guess. That's right. That's <laughs> a good point. It for like six hours straight. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that that Iron Maiden a guitar mm-hmm. riff that happens after the chorus. Mm-hmm. I wrote that on a, a U bass actually, which is a bass with like rubber strings. It's a tiny little little bass. Oh, that's that what I was sold for sure. Yeah. When you wrote that part. Like, oh, okay, okay, Maiden song. I'm in. <laughs> yep. And then other songs like the uh, there's an instrumental song on it called "Flight of the Hornethopter," that was a song that uh, I woke up the day before rehearsal we, we all live in different places i live in the orlando area steve and our horn players live in tallahassee which is about three and a half hours and then our drummer of course is in new orleans like five hours away mm-hmm. so we're all meeting up for a rehearsal uh and i just kind of woke up with 
more or less the whole song formed in my head like the riff i got out of bed and was singing it and got to practice and was like i got this new song let's let's try this yeah uh so yeah i love doing it collaboratively sometimes something that'll happen where it's just one of those fully formed songs pops into your head but uh so like with like lyrics and stuff you know you kind of said the lyrics for uh 2000 octaves you kind of had to rewrite the entire lyric was there a part of you that almost wanted to say, uh, no, <laughs> was there a part of you that wanted to push Certainly. It's <laughs> like, no, that's certainly <laughs> you, you know, uh, yeah. there's a lot of that in this, in this record in, in general, but we did kind of come into it from a perspective of saying yes a lot, mm. you know, like we, we came into the studio with this album, just like, let's try and do everything. Let's entertain every idea. Yeah. You know, so, well, and yeah, set think, your ego aside for the good of the song is yeah. like a it's, it's the our band ethos is always and has always been that like yeah. if somebody has an idea don't just don't say no because you already thought of a different idea genuinely sure. think about it and yeah, yeah and be sure. open to the change for yeah. sure yeah and they were right i i like the lyrics that i ended up with way better than what i originally had <laughs> that's good that's good um i mean i'm mostly pointing out like it's one thing to like say, "Hey, we we kind of already have a song about greed. Maybe we should have another song." But then there's another part. Of, like you have to sit down and write it. They're just suggesting yeah. you do something, and it's like, "Oh yeah, okay." I am so guilty of. <laughs> it's not okay. It's great. I hear your point. We have a song about that subject. What would you all? And then, of course, I guess they gave you that answer. So I guess, yeah. I guess they did, did give you some uh, directions. But real quick, since we kind of talked a little bit earlier about uh, not mentioning all the band members, can you tell us who is uh, currently in Chilled Monkey Brains? Uh, who who fills out the band? Yeah, so it's obviously uh, me and Steve are the guitarists and the vocalists. And then our drummer is Chris Biscuit, as we call him, Hayes. He has been the drummer since a, a bit before I joined in, 20, 2011. Mm -hmm. um, and he was on the, the second thing the band actually published. There was a demo that before that. but uh, he, So he's been on everything past the first full length. And then our, our lead trombone player, I guess you'd call him, uh, Chris Rothenberg, is an original member as well. He's been on everything. And our other trombone player is uh, Tyler Fatkin, who was a fan of the band for a long time, and we were so working school, with. Like he could come in when he was like a like a little guy. Yeah, <laughs> and and Tyler's a, an awesome musician and great uh, guitar player. He actually does some vocals on the record too. He's a, a better screamer than I am. Actually, I gotta <laughs> give it to him. He does some awesome. That was a, that was a nice touch to it, getting him to yeah, do something. Yeah, I kind of like screamo uh, element. I think I credited him on the on the liner notes with metalcore scrams, something like that. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, That's awesome. And yeah, we were rocking one trombone for a while, and I was like, "Why don't we ask Tyler? Like, t Tyler's a great guitarist. He's probably good at trombone too. I know he plays it." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, turns "I can out, be in your band. Yeah, let's do it." Turns out he's real good at it. <laughs> uh huh. Um, and then our bassist is my little yeah. brother Adam Hall, who uh, he's second bassist the band has had our our old bassist just kind of decided he was not into touring anymore and uh so we we brought adam along and he he ripped it on the on the album for sure that's awesome that's great uh 
tell us about the album artwork. Uh, uh, who did it? Who drew it? And what was the sort of uh, direction they were given? So uh, I'd, lo- I'd love to show you the picture. Did you guys ever read the like, children to young adult mini novel, The Phantom Tollbooth? I think my stance on yes. re- reading is uh, so, <laughs> so long ago. Yeah, dude, it's like fourth or fifth grade yeah. era uh, novel you might have read. Yeah. But there's a scene in it called The Doldrums where the kid is, is like being it's, – it's sort of a, an allegory for depression. And he's like being sucked down into this this pit of mud creatures, and our drummer was like, "This would make an awesome album cover, but let's turn him into our our signature ape, Clarence Montgomery Bananasworth." <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Where did that name come yeah. from? Uh, Clarence C. Montgomery M. Oh. Bananasworth B. Yeah, yeah. That's that predates me. I think, and also it's changed uh, yeah. a few times. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, yeah, what, 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 what names will be the funniest with those? <laughs> <laughs> we probably spent way too long coming up with something that stupid, but it's stuck. <laughs> yeah. That's always the best part of being in a band with like friends is like you come up with the stupidest stuff, and then you're like, uh-huh. oh, we spent way more time on naming the monkey than we did oh, yeah, on that's... this song. Whoops. Oh well, we had a good I think time. You just, I think you just described our entire like like history and mission statement. Yeah, there's something about why it took us nine years to do another album that uh, was just yeah. pretty relevant there. Uh, that's that's awesome. But, oh, I do got to shout out the yeah, artist. Always good about the fun. Sorry. I got to shout yeah, out yeah, the artist honest. there, Joey Souza. He's he's amazing. He's done some stuff for, for my other band, The Longest Hall. Um, he works with this band, Boss Daughter from Seattle. Um, a, a bunch of different bands, and he's he's just an amazing artist. Check out his stuff. Joey Souza, spelled like it sounds. Cool. So nice. what, was, um, what was the venue that chilled Monkey Brain's as it was coming up, really wanted to play in their hometown. Like, what was that venue that was like, man, if we could just get a show there or play there? What Did you all have a venue like that? So Tallahassee never really had, like, uh, since I've, I've lived here since 99. And uh, our, our main rock club, it went through a few different names. And uh, we had been playing there consistently so it was kind of just like let's get in there we definitely got to play there pretty regularly but um it's last iteration uh before it closed was the sidebar um but you know i mean we were all kind of just like it wasn't really about getting into a specific venue as it was about playing as much as and just keeping the fun going you know so like when when there were you know shortages of shows we would kind of make our own you know Makes sense, yeah. Um, so, uh, what is 2020? You know, we're rounding out uh, 2023 right now. So, what does uh, 2024 look like for Chilled Monkey Brains? Definitely uh, doing some touring to okay. to support the new album. We've got a Florida run that I think we've only announced the Tallahassee show, but we've got eight shows booked. Just kind of waiting on basically one last one to confirm before we announce everything uh definitely planning a, a run around the the southeast as well just kind of you know as as many cities as we can get to possibly going up into the new england area again if we can get some good shows um 
got a few new riffs we're working on already to hopefully shorten that gap between the, this album and the next. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that that's pretty. Oh, we're uh, we're talking about maybe pressing our last album on vinyl too, so that that could be cool. If people are interested, we might might put that one out on vinyl as well. Is is this one out on vinyl? Yes, it is. It's on our uh, it's on our Bandcamp page. You can get one, or obviously we have them at, at shows as well. Awesome. So we'll make. We'll make sure that's in the show notes and all that fun stuff. All Sweet. right. That sounds great. Uh, before we head out, of course, we're going to do ska picks. And uh, Zach, why don't you tell us about what you picked for your ska pick of the week and why you picked it? Yeah, so my pick is the song Gut Shot by an Orlando-based band called 69 Fingers, which sounds super dirty, but... Uh, Actually, the original iteration of the band just had seven members, one of whom was missing a finger. Oh. So that's where that's where the name comes from. Nothing, nothing dirty about it. Although I think they did it with intention. Sure. But uh, they're amazing songwriters and definitely underappreciated uh, in the genre. So yeah, they're, the whole album that it's on, Goodbye, is fantastic. And uh, they, I think they took thirteen years between that and their previous album. So. Mm. All right, right, let's check out Gut Shot by 69 Fingers. song and i was listening to some of their other stuff off this album and uh yeah it's really good i'm gonna keep yeah, checking out their, their stuff that is an excellent choice thank you for bringing us that pick Zach. absolutely all right steve tell us about your scott pick and why you picked it yeah i picked a song from our buddies from new orleans uh joystick their song boxes boxes they just put the video out uh about a month ago uh, yeah, they have a fun little uh, water balloon battle, and it's just a really like kind of happy, you know, melody to the uh, the whole whole jam. It's a fun little jam. All right, let's check out uh, boxes from Joystick.
gotta gotta love Joystick. The new EP is uh, pretty awesome. Oh, so yeah. yeah, so yeah. All right. Uh, I guess I'm next. My Scott. Go for it, Matt. My ska pick is uh, just a song I've just fallen in love with uh, since I first heard it. It is called uh, Steady Riot from Big D and the Kids Table. Let's check it out. off of um i uh not too long ago i forget when it came out but i don't know if it was this year that i bought it i think it was late last year i bought the 15th anniversary of um uh, i think it was early this year very early this year yeah strictly rude right yeah strictly rude yeah. yeah and uh and i just i love it and uh i love all i love the notes in it and stuff like it's just you know it's got notes and words and yeah, sounds well because like i th- i think uh i think uh dave mcwain is really good with lyrics and words and so um i didn't he put out like a book of poetry or something yeah, he put out a book of poetry oh, yeah, called did. chalk he put out a uh solo album where he read some of those poems and stories with yeah. uh, some musical accompaniment behind it I highly suggest checking it out it's on asbestos oh. records oh yeah i gotta check that out all right rj uh, tell us about your... Wait, that's uh, not ready yet. Go ahead, RJ. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, my Scott pick today, uh, is The Slackers, uh, Alone Again. It's, uh, I, th- I believe the last song off the album, The Question. It's, it's a nice, sleepy little song, and I'm a nice, sleepy little RJ today. I, I really apologize for my low energy today, but I, I'm in my 40s. I can't stay out till, like, 1230 at night going to shows and then, <laughs> then working all day. Uh, I, I big apologies to Zach and Steven and the listeners, but uh, but this song okay. just felt felt right. You were wonderful. We're, oh, thanks. <laughs> we're we're gonna join the song about fifty seconds in because this ultimately is a ska podcast. So let's kick in when the uh, ska of this song kicks in. All right, let's check it out. Oh, someday I hope you see your face around.
good song. Nice trombone there. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Uh, originally, the Slackers show, uh, my friend Nicole's husband was going to come and my wife was going to come. So I was like, oh, the Scott friends are bringing their spouses. <laughs> uh, and then that ended up not happening. But at one point, my wife, in trying to prepare for the show, was like, I need to listen to the Slackers. I don't know a single Slacker song. How do I not know the Slacker song? And I'm like, yeah, how do you not know? You live with me. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. All right, uh, Zach and Steve, where can people best find you on the internets? And uh, where can they find uh, all your stuff? Our YouTube and our Instagram are at Brains with two S's on the end because somebody won't give us the one with one S. And, Those sons uh, of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we're um, pluralizing ourselves. Yeah, Chill Monkey Brains is. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome. Facebook, Chill Monkey Brains. Twitter, CMB Music Factory. Um, our Bandcamp, chillmonkeybrains.bandcamp.com. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week. We appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to hearing more from you all and. Uh, hopefully we'll have be able to have you back. Um, you know, hopefully not. I, what? How long since the last album? I forget. Nine years. Nine years. One single. Ho- oh. Halfway in between. Oh yeah. So, uh, you you keep writing, and we'll have you back on. Yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. Uh, Thanks for having us. And uh, it'll be sooner than that. <laughs> woo! That's promise. Nice. It's on record now. Um, all right. <laughs> Thank you, listeners, for hanging out. We appreciate you always. And, of course, until next time, keep listening to Ska. You've been listening to On The Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at On The Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash on the upbeat to sign up today. And thank you for supporting on the upbeat.